Welcome everyone to the Change Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Odom. And this week I am recording this episode in my hotel room in Las Vegas, where I am here to help MC the Las Vegas Leader in Me Symposium. I'm really excited about it. I just had an awesome week in Tampa where we just met so many amazing leaders and kids that um, have me ready to go tackle life. And so that leads me to today's episode, which is one of our quick solo episodes. I've been, I have a really awesome mentor in my life that I just look up to um, in so many ways. And he's offered me some challenges on how to get better uh, as a become a better leader and shared with me some of his notes. And so I just wanted to share those with you because I think it's a, a really big deal. Before I do, uh, just a programming note. Uh, the month of March is uh, we're going to celebrate women and we're going to have all women guests. But from now on, starting in February, and then we'll go back to it in April, we're going to have a, a more predictable format. And so the first episode of every month will be a solo episode for me. The second and fourth episodes will be our traditional guests that we find. And then the third episode, one of the requests that we've been receiving lately is having folks talk more about some of the Franklin Covey content that is impacting their lives and just sharing it from, you know, not from a uh, sales point necessarily, but just a let's experience it and understand what's so powerful behind it. And so I'm really excited that we've kind of found a flow. It's looking at analytics as well as taking your feedback to find a way that uh, every week this could be something new to really help people. And so I'm excited about it. With that, I just want to share this one thing that's been on my heart. The title of this episode is There is Power in Silence. If you know me, I am not silent. I mean, heck, I have a podcast. I'm, you know, my whole job been in sales uh, when I led schools or districts, my job was to talk. And so I, I run from silence. And so I just want to share with you uh, the notes of one of the conversation with one of my friends and uh, just some encouragement for today. So with that, I'm just going to share with you. I'm a recovering workaholic and perfectionist. For much of my adult life, up until about a few years ago, I would have been defined as a frenetic, anxious, distracted, busy, and burned out. That wasn't just my inner self. That is how most people experience me as well. I was someone who was always on the move, spinning 10 different plates at one time, barely had time to actually be present with anyone. Does that sound like any of you? If it doesn't, that's awesome. That's great. But for me, as we were talking, I mean, that is, I'm, I'm thinking, man, that is me. Okay. So when I was in that period of my life, I would, my approach to everything would be to grind it out, put my head down, work hard, survive, go as fast as you can, as long as you can. And at some point shut down. So I could go hard for about four to five months as he's talking, I'm thinking maybe two to three months for me, then I would crash. I would get sick go on vacation, take extra PTO, a mental health day or whatever, just to get back into the fight. And instead of make, making things better, I would just do it all over again. All the while, I was too miserable to experience the joy of life, too busy to experience the presence of family or friends, and too tired to truly go, grow toward my mission in life. I share this with you today because I believe this is how most people feel. Change the circumstances, but in a lot of ways, I just described many of us. I know he's describing me, which is a life of busyness and burnout. Recently, the World Health Organization labeled burnout a medical condition. A national psychiatric survey found 96% of millennials feel burnout on a daily basis. 
Ann Peterson in her article, How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation says, burnout isn't a place to visit and come back from. It's our permanent residence. What used to be the isolated experience of a New York day trader emergency room physician is now the reality for most people. Whether you are millennial or not, we are living in a cultural moment where many of us have been conditioned toward burnout. And our tendency in that place is to turn to comfort, distraction, and busyness to feed the cravings of our hearts and longings of our souls. And when I talk about souls, and when we're talking about souls, more like the mission and purpose of our life. And this is where, you know, I felt really convicted as, as he was talking to me. We hope Netflix, the second glass of wine, that dessert, those video games, just a little more sleep will fix us, only to find out that we are still waking up the next day into our same disposition and reality. As you come in here today, how are you doing? And so I'm just going to ask, that was a question that was posed to me directly. How are you doing? And oftentimes, you know, if I'm asked, I'm like, I'm great. I'm feeling positive because I do feel blessed and fortunate. But the way he asked me, you know, he stopped and looked at me and said, Dustin, how are you doing? And then left it like some awkward silence. And so I just want to do that for you. How are you doing? As I sat with my own awkward silence, I realized, man, I'm, I'm, I have slowed down a little bit, um, but I'm still feeling anxious. I am more present, but I'm fighting to get distracted. So I'm not present. Again, I, I didn't, you know, I, I, I love Netflix. You know, I'll have an occasional glass of wine. Uh, you know, desserts are amazing. I don't play a lot of video games unless my kids ask. And you know, every once in a while, I'll sleep in. But I had that same feeling as he was talking. Like, oftentimes, I'm looking at those things to recharge me. And I think the next day, you know, I really am just getting back on the hamster wheel. So, you know, even now, as I've slowed my pace, I'm constantly drawn back into the frenetic pace. There's a pattern and correlation throughout the history of great leaders experiencing a time in the wilderness and quiet place. It was there, it is there where they're developed, you know, they, their strength and vision. And so oftentimes what we see with great leaders is, you know, they, they experience a massive failure or a massive setback or are going through personal challenges where they're having to really push through and deal with their insecurities. And it's on the other side of that where this greatness happens. But the problem is, is that we're often trying to get out of it. So I'm going to get back to what he shared with me. So the wilderness was critical for many of these great leaders. But the problem is that many of us, it is the place that we are trying to avoid the most in our lives. Either we try to avoid it because the discomfort we might face in it, or we avoid it because we are conditioned our lives in a way where we don't even know how to get to it. I mean, I, I think for me, that's my addiction to, and I love podcasts and I love music, but I, what I do is if I get in the shower, I've got some sort of noise in the background. When I get in the car, I've got some sort of noise, podcasts or music or a book on tape. When I get home, I've got three young kids. So there's always noise. But when uh, we get the kids to bed, my wife and I are both looking at each other like, oh, we just want to check out and we you know we love each other very much, but we'll you know talk for a little bit. But then you know maybe it's hop on social media or put some basketball game on or some mind-numbing show on. And that's supposed to take care of us. I really struggle with silence, which is why this man is convicting me. I don't know if you're the same way, but he says that most of us hate silence, isolation, and discomfort. Many of us will do anything we can to avoid it, but it is within silence. It is within the loneliness 
where nourishment, refreshment, and growth can take place. The question for you is, do you have the awareness to enter into the wilderness? And do you have the courage to stay there? Do you want to be led with wisdom, power, and strength? Or do you just want to keep surviving? I don't know about you, but when I got asked those questions, I was really convicted. And so the first one was, do you have the awareness to enter into the wilderness or the quiet? And once he said that, it was kind of like a veil was lifted over my eyes thinking about how often I run from a quiet place, how often I run from solitude. And I, I, I am programmed to love people. So I really get life and joy around being around people and learning and listening to others uh, impart their wisdom. And so I'm not saying all that's a bad thing, but at the expense of zero silence and zero silence of sitting with my thoughts and uh, insecurities, um, I've got to get better. And so I've been working on entering the silence and I've noticed, you know, it talks about having the courage to stay there. As I've done that, I've had courage to stay longer. So I'll get back to what he shared. It begins by creating a lifestyle of daily silence and solitude as you contemplate your challenges, your goals, and your vision for your world in the midst of the chaos and busyness of your life. It can be as simple as a walk in your neighborhood, driving in silence without music or podcast on your way to work, or waking up a little bit earlier to have a cup of coffee and to sit and read and think. Our tendency often when things are difficult is to do anything we can to fill ourselves with comfort. I am just, I'm so guilty of that as he was talking to me. For a lot of people, they get home from, this sounds like me, by the way. For a lot of people, they get home from work, put their kids down, finish with a long day, and they immediately run to comfort themselves. It is easy when we go through something hard or experience a busy day to believe we deserve something because we made it through. You know, we talk about, um, so I'll, I'll come back to it. So we pick up a glass of wine, binge watch our favorite shows, bust out a big tub of ice cream, or numb out mindlessly on social media. And as he says, none of those things are inherently wrong. But, I'd, but what I would argue is that we have conditioned ourselves to believe those are the things we most need or deserve. And therefore, that is what we seek to bring us comfort. Rather than making the space to truly strengthen our leadership, we chase algorithms and suites that offer distraction and temporary satisfaction. Man, that when he said that to me, I was like, oh, jeepers. Like, I, again, there's nothing wrong with Netflix. I can talk to you. Uh, about whatever shows my friends have been binge watching lately with me or my wife, like that I enjoy it. I think for me, what I have found as I've made space to sit in silence, my heart is taken to how do I reach out to this person I haven't thought of in a while, as opposed to numbing out? How do I write a note to a good friend that I've you know not been around in a bit? How do I spend more time with my kids? And I'm noticing that when I do that, I'm getting more energy. How do I wake up early? Because there's no place in my day for silence when I'm at home. And so getting up early is the only way I can do it. And what I'm noticing is that, let's say I get, I'm not in, endorsing this for anybody, but I've got a whoop band. And you know, let's say I get six or seven hours of sleep because I'm getting up earlier as opposed to like the full eight or nine. I am waking up more rested and energized because of what I'm going to. I'm creating a discipline in my life to seek silence and solitude and to set that vision for how am I going to be the best person, family member, friend, husband, father that I can be. And so I just continue to say that there is power in silence. So as I close, let me 
let me end where I, this all began. How are you doing? Do you know that burnout, busyness, restlessness, struggle doesn't have to be your story? It doesn't have to define your life. Seriously, do you know that? The invitation is to cultivate a lifestyle where we cultivate space and time in the wilderness and silence, where we sit with our challenges and struggles and visualize our future. There is power in the wilderness. There is power in silence. Do you have the awareness to enter into it daily and the courage to stay there? That's what I'm fighting to do. So please join me. I'll keep you guys uh, abreast of how I'm doing with silence and solitude, but it is one of the disciplines or personal habits that I'm going for in my life. And I'm really seeing benefits of it. It's something not easy to do. Again, I, I often run from silence, but I'm noticing myself crave it more because I feel like I'm getting energy back and I'm getting focus back and I'm getting you know, other disciplines back because of it. So I just wanted to share that with you all. I hope you all found that helpful. Uh, my, my friend Tim is just an amazing guy. And like I said, he really spoke to my heart this last week and I wanted to share that with you all. So if you hear these words and want to share it with somebody else, please pass this along. Um, that would be really awesome because I think Tim is... His words of wisdom have helped my life tremendously over the last year or so, and I think they need to be shared with more folks. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you're a subscriber, thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. We need uh, your continued support. helps us continue to grow and make new innovations in the podcast. Um, again, starting in later this month, we'll have, again, the second and fourth week of this month, we'll have regular guests. The third week, we'll have a Franklin Covey guest focused on some of our leadership development content, which will be really awesome. You'll enjoy it. March will be uh, focused on amazing women leaders. And then back to April, we'll start with a solo episode and then uh, get back into our normal grind. So thank you all for listening. This is a huge blessing for me. I hope it is for you as well. Have a great day. Please support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, podcast on Apple or Spotify, and help us celebrate the beautiful, messy work of shaping human potential.